question, thought, uh, thing. That's a first. (laughs) Yes! Bloom in my mind the other day. Yeah. And uh, I thought, Dewey's the only person who can answer this question. Should I get a dragon quest? What was your question? If Guts from Berserk was a Super Smash Brothers character... Yeah. What would his moveset be? Would it uh, be like a Ganondorf or would he be more like a Marth? It'd be like Ike from uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. I don't know that one. He's a character from... Just look up a picture of Ike from Fire Emblem. It would probably actually not be like that, but a lot of people just... he He's a guy with a big sword. It's, okay. like, it's like he's totally chill and then as soon as we start the episode, the dog guts starts being like, let me just fuck everything up because he's really fast in the comics yeah he'd be probably op yeah i can't imagine what would, maybe his uh he'd move fast but his attacks would be slow no really powerful i feel like he would have pretty fast attacks too where are you going with this he'd definitely have a cool arm cannon bit yeah. you probably have to tie in some cool stuff with like something for you to think about i don't know because i thought i had and i was like this is a dewey one of Dewey's uh, daydreams just uh, my daydreams are much dr- squatted darker. squatted in my in my brain hole. Mainly, I'm thinking about what I can do to get rid of this other guts I have. <laughs> he just decides it's go time when it should be not go time. Have you tried taking him to the train station, dyeing his fur, and setting him free? No, I probably should. That I think I think people would maybe be receptive to a, a blonde dog. There he goes. He's got, he's got his conk. He should be good now. He's got his empty Kong that he just chews on. Respect. With nothing in it. Reminds me, I need to need to re-up on my sticks. Your sticks? Buy Oh, I have some stuff for you guys. Sticks. Uh, the first one's for Bob. Remember my sticks that I had? Oh, yeah. I need to buy more chewing sticks. I didn't like the bark on them. The bark bothered me. Well, get over it. Okay. Uh, this is a gift that I have for you from friend of the show, Tyler. Uh, and it is uh, a card that gives you permission to steal Valor. Perfect. <laughs> Let me see this. Hold on. Do I look? I mean, you're. Oh, both- wow. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I guess I look similar. I mean, you're. Yeah, it's good. It's close enough. They're not going to be like, this isn't you, sir. If if Tyler got into the uh, the contraption from the fly, and he, <laughs> he got into it with a much dumpier. Uh, if he got in the contraption from the fly with uh, Homer Simpson, and how the other <laughs> popped me, and I think this ID would pass. And then I have something that we could, if we wanted to. It's it's a little. Uh, it might be a gray area, but we could incorporate this in our energy drink oh shoot it's not technically an energy drink it's a soda you can just drink it but uh you know how all the energy drinks have guarana in them yeah this is a brazilian soda are you saying that correctly guarana i don't know it sounds right people here say it's guarana okay but you probably say it correctly i've heard brazilians call it guarana I just like putting you on the spot. I don't. Okay. I don't have any investment in how it's actually pronounced. Uh, my neighbor gave me a case, two cases of this. 
Um, Your neighbor's Brazilian. He's not. His name's Fred. He's lived in, I think he's lived in Richmond his whole life. He's like the neighbor. He's cool as hell. He used to own a bakery. Now he's just the neighborhood handyman because he's in retirement. Yesterday he mowed nine lawns. He likes to Whoa. tell me how many lawns he's mowed. This is good. Yeah, it's pretty like good. It. Does it have caffeine in it? I can't. It's got guarana in it. In the midst of the Amazon rainforest grows an exotic berry called guarana that bears the soul and spirit of our land and people. Take your first sip and you'll discover my flavor, unlike anything else and as unique as we are. Guarana. Guarana, Antarctica. This is from the Antarctic. (sighs) Yeah, that's where they brew the drink. Interesting. There's no caffeine, but Guarana's supposed to energize you, I think. Yeah. It's making my mouth numb like Szechuan. Is it? I think you're making that up. <laughs> Makes it, it That might be unrelated. That might be unrelated. Are you okay? Keeps you virile. Mm. That's what I've heard. Does it? I don't know. We can just say whatever we yeah, want. Yeah, sure. There's a microphone in front of me. I'll just say whatever. I'll just make stuff up. I want to be virile. People will believe it. I'm trying to go virile. Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's pretty good. Do it for the virile. Guarana is a plant native to the Amazon. It is a common ingredient in energy drinks. It can be unsafe in large amounts. Guarana contains caffeine. Yeah. There's like in the highball that I get, there's caffeine. Guarana. This this has guarana extract in it, so maybe it does have caffeine. It just doesn't say caffeine. I don't know. I don't know. It tastes nice. Balls is advertised to have guarana in it. Do we know Do we know the year this was invented? This drink? Yes. Was it like the 20s? 18, 18, 1892. 1892 from Dewey? Connor? 1928. Connor loses. Price is right rules. Dewey wins with 1921. So I was closer. Yeah, like a lot closer. Right. Price right rulers. Over? It's not over. It's just more recent. It's, I went more recent. Yeah, yeah. that's over. That's over. not over. Price is right rules. Time Sorry. is not the same as money. Don't know what to tell you. Depending hey, on who you ask. Yeah, guess, honestly. Yeah. Um, My time is money. Dewey. Yeah. You uh, went on vacation? Yeah. Oh, did I? Did you do any gambling? I did not because Where'd gambling you? is... Uh, a sin. Uh, no, not I not straight edge. Uh according to Dewey. Gamble I underst I understand that if I were to gamble it would be a problem. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I have had the problem before and I said, I'm not gonna do this ever again. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. Where That's, did you go? Before? When no, I no, gambled no. all my money away? <laughs> this weekend. And this weekend. started this problem that's been persisting in my life ever since. Chocolate. That's chocolate. It's melted clearly yeah. and then re solidified. Sorry. I went to Ocean City, Maryland. Oh. I guess there's casinos there. Yep. There were none near where I was. Thank God. Yeah. You weren't tempted. I would not go. I, I straight up am just like, no. I get it. That's a fun gambling's a funny joke to everyone. For me, it's very serious. <laughs> Kelsey has to leave the problem. hotel for like an hour and you make them like like tie you to a chair. Yeah. No matter how much I scream. Take my take my wallet. Don't <laughs> Don't untie me. Uh, no, I just like 
knowing how much money I have and not just throwing it away just because I might hit gold. I'm well, I'm the guy who who's walking away from the diamonds but years ago. <laughs> uh and you were this close. Yeah. The next time could have been the winner. Yeah. I was this close to never having money ever again. Hey man. Uh you know what they say? You can't win if you don't play. This is true. You got to play to win. Um no, uh went to Ocean City, Maryland. It was raining the first day. The second day, we were on the beach for maybe an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then it started like raining a little bit again, and then it got nicer. So we were only really on the beach for a little bit. But I got to... I mean, the main thing was I realized just how much I am enthralled and captured by bootleg shirts and merchandise. Okay. Because I've always been like, that stuff's cool. But I, for some reason, it just hit different. Maybe it's because I haven't been to a boardwalk in a long time. And I've always known like, yes, I will see the Rick and Morty backwoods shirt and stuff like that. But walking around, I wanted to stop at like, I, we, we were with Kelsey's family or else I would have actually spent more money than I did. And, um, but there was choice t-shirts what were the what were the trends for this season um it was a lot of the i heart blank one of the ones that i saw that's probably the most in season i heart uh ice spice which i thought was a crazy very particular interesting person there was a bunch that were why why that because i don't know she's popular yeah um i get it i also heart ice spice (laughs) i wouldn't wear it on a shirt there's a lot of different I heart it was like there's one that I just couldn't stop thinking about was I saw a kid wearing a shirt that said I heart hot moms and he must have been like nine. <laughs> Hell yeah. I also <clears throat> saw another kid who was maybe sixteen, looked just like a young guy who had a cause I saw this shirt that was said, I'm not a dick, just kidding, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, damn, <laughs> that rules. Don't worry. There's that's a t- the tip of the iceberg. He was wearing one that only Dude, after he's got a new YouTube video. It's the iceberg of <laughs> bootleg shirts from Ocean City, Maryland. Oh god, it's from the <laughs> oh hell no, they got bubble bubble, bubble wrap. wrap. He um, there's a kid wearing there that had one on that said i'm not a bitch just kidding go fuck yourself okay and i was like this young dude wearing this i was just like perplexed by it and i was just like talking to kelsey about i saw some like young kids like oh they have they have one for the girls too and i was like yeah you're right and i was like why was that like 14 year old dude wearing it so there's just a kid walking around with i'm not a bitch just kidding go fuck yourself a uh, hoodie, which was pretty cool. There's a sh- the shirt that Kelsey. Well, did you ask? Did you ask that kid their pronouns? Because I know that's what I should have. I don't know. I should have. You don't know. Bro. Oh, it's a uh, bitch, <laughs> bitch slash, slash dick, dick. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is that a burp? No, he's just doing something. I don't know. He's probably upset. Scooby Doo sounds. He uh, uh or. Kelsey's brother said he saw one that said that was like a picture of Pikachu, but like with weed leaves and it said Smokey Mon. <laughs> and I'm so bummed I couldn't find it. Would you have bought it? Yeah, probably. Because there's some really good just like 
here's a cartoon character, but they have weed, or it's like, did you get any? No, I only oh. got I only got two plushes, which is the cinema roll one up there, and then I got this other one that's like the uh, nice. It yeah. seems like the novelty shirt choice at Ocean City, Maryland, is much different than the novelty shirt choices I saw. On the strip of Pigeon Forge. Yeah. Because those were all like uh, like FJB 45. Oh, no. There's some of that. <laughs> there was, I remember I specifically saw a, a pair of shirts that was just like, it was Trump behind bars and it was like guilty. And then there's one next to it that said not guilty. <laughs> and so it was like they're playing both sides, yeah. which yeah. I respect. <clears throat> That's cool. There's there one that specifically I saw that was like 2024 and it had trump with like a, a terminator eye and said i'll be back <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. yeah so there's oh, a lot man. of a lot of good ones did they have the uh the window decal where it's the punisher skull but it has trump hair i did not see any window decals because i need that from for i need that for the volvo yeah okay wait one second i'm trying to think of some other good ones there's a, oh i saw a bunch of airbrush shirts mm -hmm. and they had one it, the the best was just like because it was Oh, an airbrush Pikachu or an airbrush Amongus. I was like, this is cool. But the best part was it'd be like Jonathan above it. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I really just want a shirt with an Amongus and just <laughs> Jonathan on the top of it. But then I really, if if we had more time, I would have gone back and got an airbrush shirt that just had the Amongus on it and said sus. Because I, th I thought that would be cool. So also everything, it's funny because not only am I just... I want to spend like hours because you go into those shots and it's just like wall to wall yeah, of yeah. these shirts that are all very cheaply made, but they're also not that expensive. Mm -hmm. So I want to go in there and just spend money. Yeah. The thing, the catch is you can't wash any of them because as soon as you yeah. do that, that fucking heat transfer decal yeah, is yeah, yeah. off of the shirt. The, the best is that there are some that actually looked decently like done but maybe it's just because there were some that were so awfully done yeah that the ones that were just like fine look way better because there's some that the heat you talk the heat transfer decal it would be like so clear that even the clear space would be like this like <laughs> opaque kind of film on the shirt like an eighth inch thing just like a <laughs> you're wearing like a baking sheet on yeah the yeah shirt. <laughs> i remember i remember my mom shout out to my mom because she would always support me and like anything i want to do i wanted to make band t-shirts i think and she she got me some of those the iron on yeah yeah i have a i have a bootleg sum 41 shirt that i made with those Hell yeah. and they signed it which wow. was even cooler that they were just like sign my bootleg shirt i would just uh make stencils and spray paint or use oh, sure. sharpie to make bootleg shirts when i was a youngin i moved up eventually and was i would do this i would make stencils and cut out like um this is when i was really into being a not showering and i would make a manila envelope when you were in your bob phase yeah manila envelope okay. like stencils and cut them out and then i would take screen printer ink and just like brush it on yeah. the stencil Classic. eventually she bought me an actual like mini screen printing kit that had like in it had the thing to the emulsion like thing it was the a whole classic thing. speed ball from joey or from uh michaels yeah something like that <laughs> number one thing to steal yeah but yeah it was it was an experience like no other and if i wasn't there with kelsey's family i would have bought way more dumb stuff but the the embarrassment of buying something 
and not being able to be like it's a joke it's i think this is funny and because they would just be like oh that's interesting but they wouldn't get it they wouldn't get if i got an among us shirt that just a dewy or like sus on it that like i think it's funny they're not poisoned by irony no 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 their brains function properly i almost asked kelsey maybe like four times like Hey, can you buy the uh, cinnamon roll flesh and I'll cash out you? Because I didn't want to <laughs> buy it in front of her family. Because I didn't want to be like, they haven't been here. They haven't seen the game room. They don't know yet. So as long yet. as the, 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 the longest, room? the longer I can keep that secret. Maybe once Kelsey moves in here, I can be like, yeah, half of this stuff is Kelsey's anyway. So it's not mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> all the stuff that's really not masculine, that's all Kelsey's. So I love seeing the... Uh the little rotating towers of keychains with names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. seeing which names are like completely sold out of. Yeah. It's always like Braylon. Jalen, <laughs> yeah. Skyler. But it it made me be like, damn, I really need to come back to a place like this. Well, we could go to the oceanfront. Yeah, Anything. I know. I have I just, have I'm upset ball. you didn't get a, uh, a flock shirt. I also airbrush. thought about doing that. Because they have like, I mean, if I wasn't going to get that, I was going to get like Naruto wearing Gucci and next to Goku wearing Supreme gear. <laughs> Just chilling. With ice in his veins. Yeah. Or a Best Buds shirt. Be, yeah. They had some really cool ones. Like, again, the I Heart Whatever shirts were like prominently on display. There was like, I heart sluts was one. <laughs> These were just like insane. out, and I thought that was insane. There's like I, I, I. There's a shirt that said the classic, which I was like, damn, if I wasn't with your parents, I'd buy this. Like, like I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Yeah. They're still selling that shirt. Classic. There's one that's like they I made the female body inspector. No, I wish they did. I, I mean, they probably do, but I didn't see it. Sad. Um, at the they had their national uh bootleg T-shirt conference. They phased that one out. They said, they said, this one's... This one's a little off color, yeah. but this don't, one that says, I heart, in five I heart years. black guys is... Mu- <laughs> this one will, will be on booty shorts. So this one actually be pretty good. Uh, yeah, there are some crazy ones. Uh, there was one that said, I heart porn. And That's I was cool. like, wow. Sex positive. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, damn, I need to make one. I heart gooning. Gooner for life. <laughs> I heart gooners. I don't know. There is some crazy just i just couldn't believe a lot of the stuff that was being sold on the outside of it no i'm just saying that's how they get you they you have to see the <laughs> the iheart uh puerto rican booty and yeah then you're like i gotta see what else they yeah have. <laughs> like, you should have been like show me the good stuff like yeah. take me to the back room show me the good stuff yeah that's when i just show you here's some delta eight do you want this <laughs> <laughs> just like they just have actual nazi paraphernalia i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> i mean a they sell Nazi armbands and K2 in the back. <laughs> but yeah, had a good time. Nice. That's sick. Got the backs of my legs burnt, and that was about all I had time to do. Okay. Go there and then get some plushies that were clearly made for like crane machines in Japan. Mm-hmm. So they're like not the greatest quality, but. They're cool. And uh, now I'm just looking for... I also am looking forward to the next chance that I get to go to one of those airbrush shops so I can just show them a picture of a slime and be like, can you do this? <laughs> can you do that? Because I feel like they'd be like, sure. Or they'd just... I don't know how they do it, but I can't. I assume it can't be that hard. You want his eyes bloodshot, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Emily and I went to the state fair one time and she got a shirt made for uh, a band. And 
she like got talking to the guy and was like can you make a bunch of these you think and he's like yeah like and like told her about the tattoo shop where he worked and just like gave her like his contact info that's sick <laughs> he's like yeah i'll make a bunch so you can sell them uh but she ended up not doing that it would have been funny though it would have been very funny airbrush t-shirt is a definitely a tattoo adjacent guy yeah i mean a tattoo okay quote unquote tattoo artist adjacent yeah. guy i kept also well, they had the henna tattoo stuff and i was Ooh. like damn i really want to get a henna tattoo i think that'd be really funny <laughs> just like basically <laughs> two sleeves palm. and then yeah just a, just a, a normal ass henna tattoo <laughs> there's there's not there's too many family members to be doing the most ironic stuff i could think of yeah that's tricky but overall it was a good time hell yeah Love to hear it. It felt good to just chill for a little bit because I, you know, I work so hard. Yeah, you do. You deserve yeah. it. I know. That's what I was. That's what I kept telling myself. I have a question. Mm-hmm. This is unrelated. Good. I needed to pivot somehow. I had an existential crisis the other day because I became too aware of what my arms and hands are doing when I'm not using them. Oh, that happens sometimes. What? Like, I was. I mean, I do that if I'm standing around. No, no. If I'm if I'm doing like if I'm if I get like the carton of almond milk and I pour pour it onto my cereal, mm-hmm. I've noticed that my hand like locks into like T Rex arm, and I I don't have control over it. It just, that's what I default to. The hand you're to. using or the no, other no, the hand? the other hand. Like, if I'm doing an action with one hand, mm-hmm. the other <laughs> hand... Gets just, a little, you know. It defaults to, like, T-Rex arm okay. posture. And I've become too aware of it. So now that I'm, like, focusing on, like, just keeping it straight out <laughs> of my side or something. Because it, like... I've noticed. I feel like I'm an elderly person because I'm walking around, like, like with T-Rex arms <laughs> way too often. Like just hand, like claw shaped, elbow bent, wrist bent, and I just I can't get out of that motion of like if I'm not paying attention to what my hand's doing, will retract to that. I'm just imagining uh, Val walking to the kitchen and you've got your arm just like straight at your side, like every like veins popping, and you're just slowly pouring almond milk into a bowl, and it's just overflowing, and you're staring forward. I'm I'm just urging you to next time you're doing something if you're doing something like especially like in the kitchen or any kind of like task that Mm -hmm. only uses one arm pay attention to what your other arm's doing because i i'm assuming mine is like hand on hip (laughs) like like thumb forward hand on hip thumb forward hand yeah interesting very sassy just like i think this is my default if i'm just standing i'm just i should try that i usually will just keep my other hand like on the bowl or the thing i'm pouring it into yeah just to like i mean for no reason other than keep it steady you know anything could happen yeah there's definitely options i just i realize i'm like whenever i'm like getting something out of the fridge just my other arm just it just retracts to this little (laughs) i became too aware of it the other day and i like started freaking out a little bit i just started focusing on it like hyper focusing on it where whenever i was doing something that was only one-handed i was like making sure my other arm was like doing something useful and not just like you know what you should do? You're, con- <laughs> you're finally conscious of the space that you take up now. I have too many limbs, I think. I can only focus on like I, one or two at most. 
You should uh, you should live your life like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure character. Yeah. Where, whenever you're standing somewhere, just strike like an incredible pose, like you're okay. a, a Greek statue. Yeah, they don't have arms. A lot of them, but they would. Like while you're pouring cereal, just like just drape your arm over, arm your, over your, head your head and just like, <laughs> okay, I'll like try it. Cover half of your face with your hand. I'll try sort it. Sort of Greek and sort of uh, high fashion yeah. at the same time. Okay. Because dude, dude man was a fashion designer. Yeah. Okay. Start standing like in an impossible pose. <clears throat> yeah. Like, like intertwine your legs. Like, yeah. Okay. Just look up Jojo pose and then you'll, you'll know. You'll know. Okay. Also, if anyone listening has ever experienced that, call in and let me know that I'm not absolutely insane. 804-286-0626. I mean, I've become aware of how I'm standing or like what I'm doing sometimes. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I should correct this. And then... I mean, it's a similar thing to like when you when you know your posture is not good and you're like oh, yeah. trying to be too aware of it all the time. Now I'm just too aware of what my other arm is doing. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. And it's it definitely isn't like retracting to little t-rex arm yeah i need to do something else with it just uh tie it to your side just put it in my pocket all the time yeah yeah that'd be pretty cool pouring some milk with your hand in your pocket <laughs> you know in a similar note i always anytime i watch like a samurai movie and they have the like the kimonos where they can put their arms inside when they're Ooh, like yeah, yeah. it's like their version of putting their hands in the pockets I'm like i wish out. i could wear something like that where i could just retract my arms inside of it and then just do whatever i want with my arms and you can't see them and stick them in my pants uh-huh you know yeah because it looks cool and then they're like they're about to get in a sword fight and their arms come out the sides and then they're like ready to go we should get kimonos up. Yeah, we should get kimonos. culturally good for us i think so just casual kimono that's fine that's probably fine yeah I'm going to get a sword too. Yeah. And I'm just going to walk around the neighborhood and I'm going <laughs> to pretend like I'm defending it like that weird guy in New York with the sword. Amazon yeah. driver chat. This is a message from my Amazon delivery driver. Hmm. What are you doing? I'm asking what's up. Uh, he said, hi, I'll be arriving with your delivery soon. Please secure pets if you have them and turn on a light if it's dark. Uh-oh. I said, I said, thanks fam. <laughs> you the best. I'm saying the dogs are out. Watch yourself. I um, played some more Final Fantasy. Yeah. 16, I bought the game, started playing it. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm, I've heard at, at like 10 hours it opens up, so I'm kind of waiting to get a final verdict on it, uh, or at least like more of a concrete statement on it. And that's just under there. Yeah, I was moving it. Um, once I'm a little bit farther in and the game opens up and you can do more stuff. Unfortunately, it has the problem that I had with Final Fantasy 7 that I feel like not enough people talk about where all I hear is like a bunch of praise for the games, but there's this real problem I feel where you're going through hallways and then have a fight and then you go through another hallway and then have another fight and inner inner cut with all this stuff is just like long dialogue mm-hmm. and it's cool because the story's good and the combat's good but it feels very like stop and go uh in a way that i'm not in love with with like stop and go as far as story momentum or like gameplay momentum. gameplay momentum okay. it seems like again you go through an area where you have to like sideways walk through a crack in the wall to get to the new area the new hallway the new 
big area that you get, then go through, find maybe two items, get into two, maybe one or two random encounters with mm-hmm. creatures. And then there's a little bit of story. You talk and then you go through another, like you have to, oh, now I'm crawling underneath this log to go to this next area. It just seems like a bunch of hallways with very clear, either hold mm-hmm. hold this button to open the door or I gotta load watch the next zone. Exactly. And it's it, the uh, Dark Souls slow open the door. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. I think I think at least Dark Souls does it enough where you open the door to a boss fight or you open a door to an area where you don't have to open the door again from my playing those games. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It, it's 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 weird because I like it, but there's also these glaring problems with it. It also seems like there's like three types of cutscenes where you have the cutscenes where don't press a button unless you want to skip it, and it's like the really nice, you know, CG pre-rendered. Exactly, pre-rendered looks really good. There's a, a higher quality. Uh, where you can't skip dialogue and then there's another one where you can skip dialogue and it looks a little less quality and I feel like some of the models when you're in that third less co- like poor quality not poor quality but just like not as like high budget looking cutscenes where the lip flaps aren't matching and it, and it brings me back to like one of the problems in seven where the parts that looked really good looked really good but the parts that don't were like it just is takes you out of it mm-hmm. the set pieces do all look very good on like in seven where you can look at a door and it's just like damn that's a ps1 door <laughs> that we've talked about before yeah uh but but they fixed that door right they did and if you have a ps5 I think I don't know maybe the PS4 had some updates that made it look better but uh, either way uh, I I'm still having fun with it and I'm, it's not like I'm going to put it down or anything like that but I feel like it's a $70 game and pe- people who are interested in it uh, if you don't have a PS5 because it's oh, PS5 exclusive and I assume will eventually come to PC if not PC and maybe Xbox I would assume who knows um that don't worry uh about jumping on it immediately yeah it's it's okay to wait until they have they're probably going to patch some stuff too i've heard a lot of people complain about frame ro- frame rates dropping but because i don't have like an oled tv i don't really care about playing in uh in like quality or fidelity mode so i just play on whatever and i haven't had any problems okay uh Oh yeah, everything else. See, I mean, combat's fun. I've unlocked an extra special mode. Like I said, you have like your regular attack dodge, um, and then you have eventually more of those icons that you the which are like the summons from previous games that you can get special moves from by holding R two and then pressing a face button, and then you can do a cool move. And I got Torgol, who's the dog, who. Uh, who can either heal you, which seems like when I get him to heal me, nothing happens uh, or not enough. Uh, And then you have, you can make him attack people. And then there's another one where he can attack someone. I think he do something differently. I'm not sure. It just seems like I, I I barely touch that stuff uh, because it seems like 
it kind of just does whatever. But uh, yeah, so far pretty cool. Voice acting's really good. Nice. I just wish uh, in some of the and and the only other downside I would say is the the quests, uh, the side quests. I should say there are some that because this is the same developers who or at least the same team that has done 14 so a lot of the mmo uh dna is still in there in terms of like you first get into this area and you have two side quests you can do and one's talk to this guy and he says can you get me some wood so you walk over to the other side of this like hub area and talk to this guy and get some wood and then walk back over and he says thanks and then you get some material (laughs) it's just like I I would rather not have conversations with these people and just like go get the wood. Like I understand yeah, they're in, yeah. they're like doing more world stuff, and you're in this new area, so the people are talking about you about how oh Sid, who's the uh, guy who's got everyone here. They talk about him, but I'm just like, yeah, just give me the wood and let me like get my materials. There's another one where you talk to a guy and then he is he's working at an end and you have to take like three orders of like stew to three people and you talk to the people while you're giving them their stew and that's the side quest he come you come back and he's like oh yeah you can have whatever's in that chest and it's like some gold and like a material or something like that yeah it just seems i don't know how much of the side quests are going to be that and and how much are going to be grander things but again all i've heard are they at least doing like lore or anything like that or is it just like fetch quests those two have just been like busy busy quests i don't know what they're going to do later on there is an interesting there is a guy you can go to who has like he he is the keeper of these tomes which is basically where you can go to look at lore and the lore is very in depth like you can go and you can either look at like uh stuff on the icon stuff on the actual regions and as you play the game you learn more so i don't obviously have that much but even lore and and little excerpts uh, and a model of like the monsters you fight uh there's also a thing while you're watching a cutscene you can pause it and press triangle and instead of it's very funny the way they call it active i think they call it active time lore yeah and like while you're watching cutscene, you can pause press triangle and it will come up with all the things that are like in that scene it kind of feels like you know how amazon prime has the thing where you can pause and then it, like you can pick like the actors and it'll, yeah. it's like that kind of vibe yeah, yeah. but it'll be about like the area or the person talking or like monsters and it's that's like, cool it is very cool it's also funny that's called active time lore which is just obviously a play on active time battle i mean that's kind of what uh pentiment does yeah when you can pause and you can pick words out of like things people are saying it'll give you background information context yeah. for like who these people are historically speaking like some of them are historical figures like what what was up with bavaria in the 1500s mm-hmm. i don't know so you can like click it and it'll tell you about bavaria in the 1500s yeah i saw a screenshot on twitter today and i thought it was referencing the new final fantasy but it's about 12 unfortunately oh, that's funny but uh as i just found out about the npc who stops you when you haven't fully installed final fantasy 12 on the ps4 and there's just a guy who says oh van they're not letting anyone through told us to come back in 15 minutes 54 seconds why so specific you say beats me uh that's cool it's pretty funny i love that. i thought that was about the new one so i was gonna bring it up but uh, it's not bummer 
Square Enix, though, clever people over there. Yeah, they're pretty or, funny uh, guys. Squeenix, as Squeenix. we like to say. Overall, cool game. Yeah, I'm gonna play more. Okay. Uh, for, again, we talked about it a while ago. I think it's like thirty hours or so. So, for the demo? No, 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 no. Oh. I, I I bought I the like, game. Oh, okay. I was like, Jesus, that's a yeah. long demo. No, no. The demo was maybe two hours, okay. and again. Most of that so like was a, a, story. Bob, a Bob game is the demo. Like yeah, he could finish the demo maybe. The fuck? Yeah, Bob, I think he could finish the demo. What the fuck? Oh, come <laughs> on, don't don't be indignant. You know, you know who you are. I know who I am. Uh, I also played last week on stream Toru Taru. Mm. Forgot to talk about this last week. Mm. This was the horror game that Nick, friend of the show, suggested I play. So I guess one of their IRL friends. Friend of Nick. Yeah. Made the game. Made the game. Not a friend of this show. It was a very interesting game. Uh, maybe it was interesting mostly because I knew nothing going in and I just wanted, I just knew it was a horror game. So I was like, let's just go in completely blind. And I had no idea what to expect. It does a very cool graphic kind of styling because you're first person. And it's 3D, but some of the characters seem to be on like a 2D plane. It's very pixel. So it's somewhere between like like a PlayStation 1 game, but also not like too high. For, I don't know. It, it reminded it, me of uh, Paratopic yeah. graphics. It, it's like Paratopic, but even more leaning on the weird visuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you're starting off and you're just kind of unsure of what's going on. I, I really like the way people have been taking PS1 kind of graphics and fidelity and using it in a way to create horror games that are unsettling because it's something that you, I guess, can relate to from a long time ago and it's it, you understand, like, it feels like you're playing a PlayStation 1 game that just never got released or is like cursed in some way because yeah. they're they're using the graphics in a really cool way to mess with you in the game like you can use a lot of blurring effects or mm-hmm. you know i don't know there's something about not seeing a face very well and it just messing there, with you i mean there's something too about the fact that like ps1 era was such a well first of all very experimental time in video games. So a lot of weird stuff was getting made. So that aesthetic lends itself to strange things. Yeah. It was also during a time where like video games weren't so homogenized, right? That like, you know, you could hear, you could hear a rumor and, and communication wasn't as, you know, the internet, the internet was very different back then. So it's like, you could hear a rumor from a kid at your school or whatever about a weird video game that you've never heard of or played Mm -hmm. and be like, and like, there's this weird thing where if you like clip through the wall and then like this like fucked up thing, how, you know, whatever there were a lot of Sonic and yeah, there's just like a lot of kind of urban myths surrounding video games back then that I feel like now with just how in a lot of ways homogenized video games are. And then just how accessible information is. You can't do as easily, yeah. right? Um, that that aesthetic lends itself to a, a moment in time when, like, 
video games could be mysterious. Yeah. I got my own take on it. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we go. My take on it Jaded is... Jaded old guy. Here the, it comes. The PS1 era was the... I'm going to say the height of horror video games. Okay. Where you have your Silent Hills, your Resident mm-hmm. Evils. That was when they were like really hitting their stride. So that that art style is kind of like in step with like old school horror game okay. art yeah. style. <clears throat> and I feel like everyone has a nostalgic comfort with that graphical look yeah Mm -hmm. so when it's a little bit off it's like more like uncanny valley to you Mm. because you're so used to seeing that that aesthetic in a certain way and when it's off it's like a little weird because if it's too realistic it's like oh this this looks fake anyway yeah but when it's like oh this looks like a ps1 game i'm used to this look but it's a little off yeah Yeah. is like very Sorry, I assumed that you were gonna have an, uh, a jaded old guy perspective. <laughs> Why would you assume that? It, it's well, also it's also like you can. I mean, a lot of the PlayStation One graphics look the way they do because of limitations. Whereas now we can use it as an artistic yeah, medium yeah. and build up. That's why you see like games that are like it's like a thirty-two bit game. It's like they're doing so much more. Yeah. In terms of animation and like, then you would ever see in those games and it's because they have more power so they can use it not as a limitation but as an artistic mm-hmm. medium to do way more with which is why you can have a game like Tortaro or something you know yeah. along those lines yeah like super meat boys what like it's like a 32-bit style but it's like 120 frames a second yeah and it's like you would never achieve that no on yeah. the snes there's but... a few things on the screen and it slows down yeah. <laughs> uh anyways Tortaro is a game we totally got off is a roguelike game where you start off and you're looking for this girl who you have a crush on and has gotten mixed up in some what is assumed to be an occult or a cult, I should say. And you take a taxi to this abandoned field and then you start going up floors in this mansion. And from what I can tell and what Nick told me is that there isn't a in-game right now. It's more of just... It's still an alpha or maybe beta. I can't remember. It's early access at least. And uh, you just go through levels. And while you're going through these levels, you are being hunted by spirits. And you have to find a key and a door. And that's how you get out. So you have talismans as you go along and other materials that you can collect. It seems like there's side quests. Like as you go along, you'll find people in these these roguelike like areas that will ask you for certain materials or like want you to do specific stuff and you can give them that and that that's just a whole other side thing to the game. But the main objective is just to get as far as you can without a spirit getting you and, and murdering you. The talismans all also have, so you can only have one in your inventory at a time and they have two effects. They're usually kind of similar, like one, you can put down and it will get rid of a spear that's following you. And then there's another one that will transport you to a random area. Or there's one that's like, you put put it down and that's like now a warp point that you can go straight back to. Or there's a, there's a few of them. There's one that just randomly spawns in a an item. It could be another talisman. It could be a chair. Uh, I'm not sure what all the materials do. I know that you can, you have coins 
that I wasn't sure how you use them. You also have matches and a flashlight. So don't know how that affects the spirits. It was a lot of just running around as soon as a spirit shows up and then just freaking out and trying to get away and trying to remember where, where you were at. And the all the levels are all procedural? Yeah. it's it's, it's <laughs> Every time you go in, it's like a different level. I did like the way that the you open up your map and as you walk along it it gives you it it like draws a map for you and when you're in that map menu you have a little 3d pin that you can draw on the map so if you get to an area you can and you can also change colors there's like at least a green red and a blue and so you can be like all right this is where the door is i'll mark it with green and then i'll run around so i know exactly where to go back to the door because it can get kind of i don't know there's different aesthetics to the levels like the first few at least from when i was playing the first uh le- like um level one two and three usually looked like it was a run down old building and as you progressed it would change aesthetics in terms of the graphics and stuff like that mm-hmm. um it's also while you're being hunted by these these monsters uh, they apparently I think one time I died and, and there was a message that was saying like oh they're making these images or like sometimes something's following you but it's just you're going insane basically mm-hmm. so not to don't worry about it maybe or something like that the message was like it's like because it, it seems like there's different types that follow you too so I don't know if there's there's more to the game in terms of like is that just a different sprite that's following me? Is that a specific, like, oh, this one messes, like, boom in, like, this one can follow you through walls, yeah. or this one makes you see images and stuff like that? And when you die, you see a bunch of crazy images flashing before you die. But sometimes I, I realize that sometimes after a while of playing it, when you're getting hunted and they're close to you and they're like right on top of you, these images start flashing mm. and you have a sanity manor, uh, meter. And you can get out of those situations. At first, I would just be like, oh, I'm just dead. And just, I couldn't do anything about it. Most of the time, it's because I was in a corner. I just didn't know. But you can actually get out of those situations. And I think there's talismans that restore your sanity and stuff like that, too. And the images are art that the creator made, right? Really? I thought that's what... I think that's what Nick was saying. Nick was saying. If that's the case, then damn, go off. Because I was just like, these are just man-made horrors. (laughs) No, I think the the creator is also... a like a painter or something oh, made them. damn if that's the case then nick let me buy one of those paintings from this <laughs> dude because they were like it was like a bosch level Hieronymus yeah. bosch or like i mean i can barely see what's going on it gave me like guy gigas from earthbound like mm-hmm. just red and just creepy ass stuff yeah if this guy is selling anything uh prints or paintings let me know because i'd like to buy one because they're really yeah. cool even though I would see him in like flashes constantly. Uh, but yeah, it, it was really fun. Seemed cool. Um, um, it made you, so the, the one thing that was odd to me uh, was that, you know, it's roguelike, you die, you have to start over. And it seemed like every time you were starting over, you had to go through this whole opening cutscene that took a really long time. That was when you exited to the menu. Oh, okay. So it didn't so it wasn't, happen every yeah. time. You, okay. When you die, you just start at level one again, which was fine. My only complaint was, uh, or not really a complaint, just like a note, because I think Nick even said that he wants people to play and like give him feedback. Yeah. Uh, my only 
feedback would be to allow that intro cutscene you to play that when you wanted to. to you can skip it. Yeah, yeah. because it, it seemed like it was just story set up. Yeah. And it was very long because there's a whole segment, which I did. So I you have did to play part of the intro, right? Yeah, yeah. You walk into a coffee shop, you talk to a yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. It also had a lot of, again, that's where most of the like visual crazies, when you're walking down the road with her and there's like this shadow thing that comes towards you and like, then you like wake up in your bed. I did really, I, I loved the idea of like having the phone out and you can just type whatever and it's typing it in and you can send it like, and you have a little like pixelized finger that's touching the screen. That's funny. Um, stuff like that, that isn't really needed, but someone took time to program in like a really cool thing. I always just like stuff like that. Yeah. It's ambiance. Exactly. Question. Yes. Can we clarify something? Yeah. Rogue light and rogue like. Yeah, those are different. Rogue like is where you do runs. Yeah. Rogue light is where you do runs, but you carry things over. I think so. Like I don't. I don't know. Power ups over. I, I straight up. I always forget, and I just. I think that I think there's differing definitions. There is. Okay. Um. I think. Rogue like is pretty strict. Or some people would say it's pretty strict. I think like yeah. Rogue like has to be like dungeon crawl, like very similar to the original Rogue game. Okay. Um, and Rogue light can be it's just like more fluid. Yeah, more like uh, okay. influenced by. Okay. Uh, I, I was. I think under- most games that are Rogue light are actually Rogue light. I think. Okay. Rogue like take or games take to heart which makes them significantly more difficult yeah, than rogue like, lights yeah because okay. rogue was like notoriously just a gruelingly hard game yeah okay. and i think all i think it was all everything was procedurally generated yeah in rogue you probably don't yeah. carry anything over nothing's carried over yeah, so like hades would be a rogue light okay because you carry yeah power, your experience yeah, and stuff okay. like that. gotcha yeah. okay and, enter the breach roguelite Gotcha. Okay. Into my briefs. Just wanted to clarify because I wasn't, I could never nail down which one was which. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Toru Taru. Seems like a cool game. You played another game, didn't you, on stream? The Connor game? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Lunacid. I think that's how you pronounce it. I think that's it. Yes. Uh, This is a... Kingsfield like people have <laughs> called it I guess I don't That's know uh, it, it is a very PS1 uh, action role playing game mm-hmm. where first person you have a sword you get magic and stuff like that and it was really dope I wasn't it looks sure like Kingsfield yeah if, if anyone wants to look up pictures or videos of this please do I think the main one of the main mechanics that uh, is only taught to you after doing a bunch of ga- playing of the game is that there's actual different phases of the moon and that corresponds to either the world or like the magic you can do or like it, the power of magic. I can't remember. So there's something to do with like the moon phases that I remember seeing in a, a video a long time ago. And this just been a game that's been on my Steam like wish list for a really long time. I was just trying to figure out a game to play on stream. And I was like, oh, I'll just play this one. And it turns out it's just really dope. Uh, 
I don't know. It just it plays like again. A, if you had a PlayStation One game that was just honed and looked really good, it had a bunch of really cool uh, things you could change in terms of like filters. Mm-hmm. The music and the ambience of it was really dope. Except for you said something that I only realized after a little bit was there was one track that looped a yeah. lot. The first track was great. <laughs> it was like a like. 10 second loop or something yeah uh so that was the only downside really um but it it's cool when i think this and um game where you play as a little fox tunic tunic were games that really stick out to me and that were really fun because as i'm playing them on stream i like learn something like some i was like i don't know how to get around these plants maybe i can't i was attacking them and then like fire wasn't burning them and then like as i'm like oh there's that spell i just picked up that like just takes blood from me and i was wondering like why would i ever use this and then like as i'm uh, looking at this i think you even said something about like the blood spell or like maybe you have to give it blood and i do that spell and like the plant like that like opens and like i can go through uh it I don't know. It's just a very cool throwback, but done in a perfect way. Yeah. Where, because um, I think a lot of the Kingsfield game or like games in that era are just so cumbersome to play with. Whereas this, yeah. you can. I feel like would be like uh, you only have. I think back in Kings. I mean, maybe it's Kingsfield. Maybe it's the other games in that era. Like you don't have like two joysticks, you know. So just having that ease of like movement and more familiar it just makes it way way better i think that's a really cool trend I'm, i've noticed in the past few years is people kind of like taking these very retro games and making their own twist on it mm-hmm. and like with uh with cultic mm-hmm. right like that was like a boomer shooter that he he took this kind of old genre of game that was pretty cumbersome right because of the technology and, and all that and he just tweaked it a little bit so that it feels really really good to play yeah but it has that what no that's the game i played this week is uh the opposite oh yeah because i played an older game and it feels like an older game well yeah and it's like people are, are like remember it because like i think there's this thing that happens where you remember how good a game was um yeah and you go back to play it and you're like oh this feels like shit yeah like that happened when i a couple years ago i tried to play resident evil 4 sorry bob i tried to play resident evil 4 again yeah and i was like oh my god this feels horrible yeah right um and so it's like people are are going back and being like okay there's so much about this game that's amazing or this genre of games that's amazing let me just i'm gonna make my own and i'm gonna make it feel good and like kind of perfect these ideas that were started a long time ago which yeah i think that's a really cool endeavor definitely um but yeah lunacid is just very much that done very well hell yeah i'm excited to see more because i've only been to the the first kind of area which feels like you're in a cave that's i mean i think at the beginning you're dropped into a well and you're going down interestingly enough and I've gotten to the first area, and I thought the whole game was just kind of look gonna look like a Kingsfield dark gray cave kind of vibe, but then it opened up, and I'm in this underground, very green trees everywhere. There's these 
fey creatures and like moths that i'm fighting now and then like oh, yeah, plants you, you killed the deer and yeah everyone Kelsey was a, really upset. <laughs> i think Kelsey was more upset that i was killing the the, the bunny rabbits rabbit. that couldn't really do anything <laughs> um but yeah i also picked up like a bow so there's like more than just like a sword mm-hmm. the magic's really interesting because there's like a fire there's uh i guess you're gonna get into dark i mean there were darker areas that i was in i was finding those like mummies in this dark ass area but you can like cast magic uh, and even at the beginning of the game, beginning of the game, it feels really like one of those Kingsfield like, or it feels like they're using a Souls like because you pick a class, and I think I picked a cleric. Um, but then there's also the, I, I mean, Dark Souls always has one class that starts at level one with like no stats and has nothing. And then there were others like Thief, there were Warrior classes, and it all just changed your stats depending on what you like picked. And as you destroy stuff, you find these bonfires where you can level up at. So there's using a lot of the DNA of Souls-like games, but in a... I mean, I don't know how much Kingsfield you do that stuff, yeah. but I mean... I I've think watched a lot of Kingsfield videos. I've never played Kingsfield. I've seen a few videos, and it looks like Kingsfield, yeah. but I don't know how much it's taking in terms of gameplay. I feel like it's just barring a lot aesthetically and then adding mm-hmm. in like ambience with really great music and a bunch of different filters. There's like a vaporwave filter. There's like a VHS filter. Then you can also tweak the graphics to be high, low or super low. And it just looks really good. You have a, a fire link kind of area where you can talk to a guy who, you can take materials too and create stuff, which I haven't figured out any any of that stuff I can use. There's a, a crow named Cheryl, which was a really good joke, where you can buy stuff from her. Uh, and there's a skeleton guy there who just is chilling. And then the weird demon girl. Mm-hmm. And, and they even talk about how when you go and you play throughout the game, you'll find uh, NPCs that are either helpful or going to probably try and come back to the firelink shrine and kill people like they always do yeah i highly suggest that that's lunacid how do you spell that uh, i'd have to look it up l-u-n-a-c-i-d i think yeah uh 15 dollars on steam i don't know it's pretty cheap not bad i could actually i'm pretty sure it's cheaper than that uh i'm pretty sure it's like seven dollars or something even better it's got even a 10 better. out of 10 on steam uh first person dungeon crawler inspired by old from soft games like shadow tower kingsfield shadow towers are crazy game. seven bucks yeah 6.99 so i mean that's a cheeseburger that is a cheeseburger <laughs> it's actually even cheaper to that's like two months you could buy this game and subscribe to the flock podcast yeah patreon uh for the for the price of a cheeseburger yeah with a fries and a drink easy so so just saying or you could just subscribe for two months and then you would still have a dollar left over and you can buy a pack of gum. This is this is financing for people out there. This is financing tips from me, Dewey. Can I take a bio break? Yeah, let's take a break and then we'll come back. You want to go or you want me to go? I can go. I have a little... Uh, I almost said I have a little short one, but... <laughs> Kid, I don't want that used out of context. That. You just said it, so. Um, I played a game mm-hmm. from 2005. Okay. Grand from, Theft Auto. From Rockstar Vancouver. Wow. 
I played Bully. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot you talked about playing that. Have you played? A long time ago. There was a time when I was friends with this dude uh, in high school, and I would go... He was like my best friend. We would, I would mostly spend the night at his house, and we would play 360 games in from the night into the morning. Yeah. And uh, that was when I played that game. It was one of those ones that he got or maybe I got, and then we played for like eight hours straight or whatever, uh, a, f- a few weekends, and uh, vaguely remember it. Good game. Is it? Very good. Is it? Holds up. Really? I know nothing about this game. It is... Uh, you could liken it to like a, a, a Western Shenmue. And, really? Okay. That's that's taking a big leap, but... I was going to say, <laughs> is there times where you're like, man, I really want to do this, but I have to wait until it's uh, five o'clock kind in of. game. I mean, you have to like... Oh, I need to do this little side quest, but I have class at 930 and I need uh, to be in class or else I'm going to get in trouble. Interesting. Um, the game is basically, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, after Rockstar did San Andreas, uh, their Vancouver studio was hard at work on this game. And it is a, you are a, you play as a kid who goes to who's been expelled from all his other schools for being a bad kid. And, and so they're like, you know what you need to do? You need to go to a private school. You need to go to Bullsworth Academy um, and we're sending you to private school while we go off on vacation because we uh, don't care about you. Oh, yeah. So you're at private school and basically treat it like jail where you have to beat up someone on the first day to prove that you're the dominant inmate. I mean, school is just jail for... Yes, dude. Yeah. That's what I've always said. But it, it works on a you know 24-hour clock where you wake up in the morning, your class is at 9.30 and 11.30. You can kind of do whatever you want. But if you are caught by any of the like truancy officers or like... They're called pre... Prefect? Yeah, Pre- prefects. Prefects? Head if boy. If you're caught by any of them. I'm head boy. Then head they like re- rustle you up and take you to class. Okay. Or if you're out too late at night, mm-hmm. they'll take you back to your dorm. So you have to like, there's like stealth elements to it also. Yeah. Okay. And you just kind of spend your day doing whatever you want. Um, trying to impress people enough to kiss them. Okay. Is a is a one of your goals. You can like do well at your classes, which gives you other perks. So like I passed my chemistry classes, so now I can make like fireworks yes. and uh stink and bombs. stink bombs. Nice. And it's a lot of you know, you're wandering around the schoolyard doing little side quests for people. Like there's like the the homeless drunk who lives on school property and he's like a Vietnam or no a Korean war vet mm-hmm. and when you talk to him he's like I'll teach you some real fucking fighting moves if you get me uh 40 get no get me the transistor radio and then if you get me like other shit like you basically bring him things and he'll teach you new fighting moves that you can oh, use cool. in, when you're fighting people <laughs> it's like Yakuza light yeah where it's kind of that similar style of you're just kind of wandering it's not like an open world but it's you can kind of wander around do whatever you want you're fighting random people all the time 
Uh, there's the different, like the jocks, the nerds, the greasers, like you can, you have different rankings with them depending on who you like getting fights with more. Okay. It was doing a lot for its time. Mm-hmm. Which what na- year is this set? For, for a, a Western game too, sounds yeah. like. Yeah, because this is definitely in line with like- 2005? 2005 is when it came out. I don't know when it's set. It seems like it could be set in the early 90s. Yeah. Just judging by the, the greasers. Well, that too, but just judging by like the kind of the tech and stuff, it's not really, there's not like a lot of modern day amenities. Yeah. So it seems like it's very like 80s or 90s maybe. Mm. Yeah. Is there like a main storyline? Yes. Okay. The only downside is that it feels really bad to play. Okay. Just like the a, combat sucks. Are you emulating it, I assume? I'm emulating it, yes. Okay. What was it on? PS2. PS2. Okay. And I'm emulating it. I'm playing it on a PlayStation controller. So like that, all that stuff feels fine. It's just a lot of the quality of life things that newer games have or like, you know, where they've nailed down, you know, like a third person action kind of uh, uh, feel. That is definitely very clunky in this game just because of the time. Like mm-hmm. I also started playing a little bit of Vice City again and had to stop because I was so used to playing GTA 5 that going back to Vice City, it was like, oh, this feels like 10 times slower and the controls, like the, Bless bu- you. the buttons you. are just a little off from what they became later. Yeah. So it just feels awkward to play. Yeah. Like the triggers driving and stuff like that. It's just, all of it feels weird. But Bully... Since it doesn't have a lot of the same, I mean, it doesn't have the same mechanics as the GTA games. So the controls are, it's a different control scheme. So I'm not, you know, used to it in my mind of this is how you play these kinds of games. So it doesn't feel as bad to play just like control setup, but it does feel bad to play in the, it's extremely dated at this point. Right. But it's a fun game. Okay. I, I recommend it to anyone who wants who hasn't played it before and is curious about that style of game, if you like the Yakuza or Shenmue or like his Fable kind of the similar thing? It's I don't think Fable is as much as on a time kind of crunch or anything like that. Persona. Persona maybe. maybe? Yeah. Yeah, just it's 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 a cool I don't play a lot of games in that in that style. So it's a fun novelty for me because like Yakuza is really the only thing that I've played that's mm. kind of in a similar play style. Yeah. And it's it's just it's cool that you you're on like the the clock because I'll be in the middle of a of a mission, like a little side quest thing and it's like, "Oh shit, I'm going to be late for class." Yeah. Do I just blow off class and then try to like stay hidden mm-hmm. until my next class or do I stop this quest, mm-hmm. go to class? so I don't get in trouble and so I get like more perks. It's it, there's a lot of trade-offs like that. Right. I just ordered fidget oh, cube. Oh shit. Nice. I was I was just thinking the other day about how I, I need a fidget thing. Don't worry, I got you guys some. Did you? Oh, yeah. Fuck. It'll be here Sunday. So sick. That's bully. Yeah, it sounds like uh friends of Ringo Ishikawa a little bit. Yeah. Is I mean, came before. So Right, right, right. Ringo is probably drawing on Ringo star but uh I would say peace try it out okay you haven't played it before it's uh it's a cool little like 
footnote in mm. like rock star history because it they never there was like a sequel that was planned but it got canceled yeah do you ever play la noir not very much okay i started it kind of recently yeah it's interesting i've I, never played it but it's one of those games that i really want to go back and play yeah i started it's it's cool so far i'd like to keep keep at it i think when i started it i just got sidetracked and mm-hmm. just never came back to it mm-hmm. and then my ps3 died okay so i never finished it it i have it on pc yeah yeah runs great um that's all i did except for streaming stuff but also another push to get people who are listening to this and don't fuck with twitch at all yeah (laughs) to i implore you to try it out yeah because if you are a fan at all of this podcast follow all of us on twitch because it's basically the same thing yeah. <laughs> just on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was, t- I was telling Ace about it, friend of the show. And I was saying, Hey, you should come to our streams. You know, and he was like, I don't like Twitch. I heard that it captures your soul when you watch it. <laughs> he was just like, basically I do, I don't really do Twitch. And I was like, you should, yeah, because yeah. if you, I mean, if you like the podcast, it's just more of that. I remember the first time Kevin came in front of the show, Kevin came into one of our, my streams. He was like, wait, you just give guts a kong at some point. It's like why am I like I don't think people understand that like it's not the game. No one's there to watch anyone play games. No, right. I'm game's also an excuse. I'm also realizing that because my whole thing is like I wish I was fun enough as a streamer or as, as a personality that I could d- do what Bob does. Like I said, like I've been saying, just watch videos and talk about it. You can, or, I mean, we watched and the I whole did, Nintendo Direct. I know, and I was That's like, great. this is this is fun. Great. Or uh, I, I like when you do the guess the game because like yeah like you're just talking to people in the chat the whole time and yeah. we're like I don't know Twitch is just like an excuse to hang out with your friends on the internet really yeah like at least yeah. like smaller and maybe like, obviously when you get to the bigger Twitch Twitch people like you know because but when you when you when you watch the flock or Bob or my stream it's just like every you pretty much know everyone who's in chat and you're just like I don't know it's just a good time. It's like watching TV with your friends. Yeah. And I just, Except for you are the TV. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people hear the word Twitch and just assume that it's not for them. Yeah. But I think if you are a fan of of this podcast, then it definitely is for you. Yeah. I think people have a lot of misconceptions about streaming. Twitch and streaming and yeah. it's like loud and it's this parasocial weird thing and oh don't get it twisted my stream is loud <laughs> i'm well yeah bob's is borderline unwatchable and kind of a, like a experimental noise set yeah but, uh dewey's is always a good time mine is pretty fun i think i'm i've been preparing a a, a big series thing for keep your eyes on the news yeah keep your eyes open i'm big trying things to, coming i'm trying to i'm Instagram trying to post. do a weird thing on twitch uh and i think it's almost ready I think it's almost ready i can't wait i i it better be good because i've i built it up <laughs> you have i have unfortunately i should have just not said anything and just done it one day but is, i have i have this one almost done i think and then i have some others planned nice. so one of the things i did this week was for to prepare for uh this stream series that i'm, I'm gonna do uh and i was it was a i watched a movie called high and low it's an Akira Kurosawa movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of his m- mid oh, era. So it's not very good. 
it's his like middle era so it was, it was 1963 three, three. <gasps> Dewey. <laughs> i'm looking at it uh 1963 movie uh so it was like i guess after a lot of his samurai movies it might have been around the same time yojimbo i think was like early 61 maybe 59 um but this movie is awesome so it's got the homie tahiro uh mifune who's in all the samurai movies he's the he's just a handsome gruff virile japanese man uh (laughs) and so he plays a like an executive at a major shoe manufacturer in tokyo so it's contemporary tokyo in 1963 yes he plays a an executive at a shoe manufacturer who he's in charge of the factories where they make the shoes the other executives who are more in charge of the business side are trying to take over the business from the ceo and they're trying to get him in on it with them uh then you realize that he's slowly been buying shares over the years and is actually trying to do his own takeover where he oh. takes it over from everyone else. Okay. Uh, Cause he has like, he started out as an apprentice making shoes. He started out as like a cobbler or whatever. And he wants to make shoes that are, you know, last a long time and are like, you know, quality shoes while these business people are making flimsy shoes that fall apart after a year. And cause they're like, that's how you make money. And he's like, no, we should make money by making good shoes. Sorry banging the table uh we should make money making quality shoes or whatever um and then his he gets a phone call and it's his his son's playing with the chauffeur's son uh and he gets a phone call after they run outside and the voice on the other side says i have your son i want thirty thousand or three million yen or whatever three thousand (laughs) dollars i want 300,000 yen is what it was. 300,000 yen uh, or I'll kill him. Um, And so it's really interesting because so the first probably 30 to 40 minutes of the movie takes place in Mifune-san's living room. Okay. So it starts out as this kind of like... That's a Connor movie. Corporate, uh, like corporate um, intrigue. movie where he's making phone calls and he's trying to take over the company and it's like this this like it's almost like a play right in his living room where it's this like drama and then suddenly it changes into a police procedural okay because his son has been kidnapped they want this uh ransom money and you get hints throughout the beginning that he's you know He's probably better than these other executive people's people, but he's still not a good guy, right? He's like a shitty rich person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they realize that it's not his son. It's his chauffeur's son that they have because his son shows up. His eight-year-old son shows up and they're like, oh my God, wait, where's the chauffeur's kid? And it's, um, and the kidnapper's still like, I'm going to kill him if you don't give me this money. So now he's got this huge dilemma where he needs this money to do this big takeover, but his chauffeur is imploring that he save his son's life yeah. by giving up this money, which will essentially ruin him. 
Uh, and that all kind of happens in the first 30, 40 minutes. And it's like a two and a half hour long movie. Okay. Which um, we all know is too long. Not no, when no, it's a good movie. Not yeah. when you're Tyler, because apparently that's the only kind of movie that's good is if it's over two hours. <laughs> okay, that's it. I was trying to remember what, what the rule was. Um, But yeah, it's really good. There's a couple really cool scenes with just like where the blocking is perfect and like the choreography is perfect. Uh, it's a really good movie. If you have HBO Max, it's on there. High and low. High and low. And yes, I love Akira Kurosawa. Um, one of, I don't know, one of his favorite, one of my favorites from him, I would have to say. I'd never seen this movie before. Um, I'd mostly seen just his like, you know, samurai movies, but yeah. this one is really, really good. Um, he does the whole police procedural thing really, really well. It's beautiful. Um you should check it out. Everyone should. Uh, yes. Yes. I also played a video game. Uh, I, I played a game that I imagine no one has played unless they're streaming it. Because this seems like a game that was made for streaming. Oh, uh, the NFT game. <laughs> only up? The NFT game. Oh, yeah. Um, is was, it, what do you mean? Is it an NFT game? I was doing research on it. Oh, I want to know more. Because I know nothing about this game other than it was made in China. Remember that there was a bunch of graffiti all over the buildings that said Goblin Town? Okay. That is that, an NFT. Yeah. The little character on your player's back? Yep. That is an that NFT. That makes a lot of sense. So... That makes so much sense. Um, Maybe it's mining in your in the background on your computer right now. Probably my computer's off right now. But are you? Do you turn your computer off? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> I mean, I have no reason to keep it on. I got people not depending on my Plex it. server. I need to keep wow. it on. I know you. Man and we people. thank you for your service. Um, only up. I've seen people stream it. I don't imagine anyone's played it unless they're not unless they're streaming it. Yeah. Uh, it is a 3D Bennett Foddy's uh, getting over with Bennett Foddy uh, knockoff. A Foddy-like. A Foddy-like. Yeah. Um, a Foddy-like to jump around, <laughs> isn't it? it uh, it's frustrating. I would say it's less frustrating than getting over it. I think getting over it is harder. Okay. Uh, because of the nature of the controls and how you the physics of it aren't far harder. This is just a really hard platformer. Okay. Uh, with gummy physics. It's like, it's, you'll be walking on a pipe and you're, ha you're having to constantly kind of like shift to not fall off the side of the pipe. Um, but essentially you're a, a, you're a little boy living in a favela and everyone is frozen in time around you. And there are a bunch of objects in the sky that are frozen in place. And you're, you just get in an elevator and go up and you're basically just climbing up. And occasionally uh, you get to a certain level and a voiceover chimes in with some weird story kind of monologue words of wisdom, wherein like getting over with Bennett Foddy, it was, he would, you know, it was Bennett Foddy's voice. He is quote, you know, either quoting, some poetry or some words of wisdom from, you know, a philosopher or some words of wisdom from himself. Right. This is a weird AI voice saying, yeah. uh, like if you got on chat GBT and you're like, uh, inspirational 
monologue. It's that's what it is. Yeah. It's just like some word salad that is meant to sound positive. My grandfather used to work at the train depot. Yeah. Um, the music is comes and goes just like in, in getting over it, but it's not as good where in getting over. It's all just like old timey blues music. Yes. Really awesome. Uh, and then, yeah, it does a thing where if you slip and fall, you try to land on something so that you don't fall all the way to the ground. Uh, and you're just basically climbing up the same area, trying to get higher and higher. And apparently there's an end, uh, the speed run world record right now is like 24 minutes, yeah. I think, but couldn't be me. Um, Hey, if you want to buy the, uh, it's not, the site was live earlier, but it's not live anymore, but you can buy the goblin town, the same hoodie that the kid is wearing from the goblin oh. town NFT people for like 90 bucks or something like that. Yeah. And the, the moral of the story, which I was gathering from some of the stuff is like, if you want to like succeed in life, you have to like leave all of your friends behind and do your own thing. There was like, there basically it was just like, like the, one of the quotes was like, if you want to like survive, you have to stay with the pack. If you want to thrive, you have to go on your own or some shit like that. Yeah. And like, it's just this idea of like, it's hyper individualistic and like, it's, it's the kind of thing you that someone who is trying to make a living off of NFTs would, uh, preach. Also only up is like a buzzword in NFT world. Oh, like to like, the moon. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're the, the, to the, like to the moon is the crypto version and only up is the NFT version. Ah, uh, okay. I got you. Um, yeah, you don't have to play it. It's not that just play getting over it with Ben and Fadi. It's a better game. Uh, I bought it just to stream it and maybe I'll try to return it now because how much was it? It was $10. Okay. You could pay that's, less than that. That's and more get, than three uh, months of uh fuck premium wow. content. Wow. Wow. Uh, and you know, what's not an NFT. Well, Flock bonus episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I freak I have anything to do with it. <laughs> Uh, you might. Can we edit that out? Because okay, I got some stuff I want to talk about. Yep. Uh, Bob, cut that. <laughs> We're adding NFTs, by the way. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Uh, oh, did I miss that board meeting? Or is it was just something that? Because uh, I don't remember voting on that. That's, well, there wasn't really. A, I got an offer I couldn't refuse. The higher ups kind of decided it for us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. What's my cut? Um, we'll you're, talk about that off air. <laughs> We've um, it's it, exposure. Yeah, we've signed. Oh. We've signed with with Square Enix. I'm getting so. experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting yeah. paid in experience. Okay, cool. And what's cool, better? Cool, 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 it's a resume cool. builder. Ah, okay. I've heard this before somewhere. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, that's what I did this week. Don't play only up. Watch people stream it. I guess because yeah. that's free and uh, it's it's probably more fun to watch someone play then play uh, or just buy getting over it by Bennett Foddy with Bennett Foddy with Ben for Bennett Foddy <laughs> by Bennett Foddy <laughs> by Bennett Foddy. I, I forgot to talk about this. I got my snap snack box. It and, looks like a, and it's like, full of uh, animal crackers and uh, <laughs> it looks like a, uh, Oh, what were the Christmas calendars with the chocolates inside? Advent calendar? Yeah. It looks like an advent calendar for like a, a goth. True. Well, 
that is an older model that I was able to get uh, for a little bit cheaper because it it does not work with the PS5, so they're trying to get rid of their stock. Mm. It is uh, a leverless controller. Most popular uh, in the leverless controllers are the Hitbox and this, the Snackbox Micro. This is different from the Hitbox because the Hitbox is a little bit deeper and has actual... Uh, I forget the company that... The manufactures the buttons, but this cherry has some sort of low-profile keyboard kind of keys. Uh, question: Yeah, it has these little loops. Yeah, on the top, you can wear it like a necklace. Yeah, what is that for? Uh, it's for whatever. Are they supposed? To, a, you're supposed to strap it to yourself to like stand and play. No, 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 no. There's a little Velcro thing that comes with the cord. It's like a USB-C that you can tie around either either direction it's going. So the cord can kind of... Oh, be locked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, you could also... It feels good. Put a sling over it. Yeah. Um, what are these buttons up top? Those are the... So there's a, those little mini buttons on the top that are a little harder to push. That's like your start, select. Uh, it's a home... When you plug it in, at least on Street Fighter, it, it plugs in and it recognizes it as an Xbox like a, a newer xbox controller mm -hmm. so there's like a home button there's a a, a like a touchpad button uh, and then i think r3 and l3 are up there too there's a cool app that you can connect to it that i have where you can change the colors of like the i mean you can't see it now because it's not plugged in but there's like little leds underneath the buttons uh the action feels nice it's very nice i'm i'm confused though about the left hand makes sense to me. The right hand, I've got these yeah. and then three here and the movement between the four and the three, I guess you can, I can, I can go over it. Can you please? What am I supposed to do with my right thumb? I guess yeah. it's right going to be hard to explain without yeah. seeing uh, the actual layout. This is your movement. So, oh, so your pinky's not. Yes. Okay. Or you can use this. I mean, I, I go back and forth. I'm trying to figure out which works best, but it's like left and then next to that is your down and then next to that is your right. Mm -hmm. And then you have a bigger button. That's jump. That's jump. Okay. Then you have on the, on the top, it's light punch, heavy punch, uh, or sorry, light punch, medium punch, uh, heavy punch and then same thing kick light medium heavy and then this i think is the triggers so for street fighter this is going to be your impact button mm. uh and then this is going to be a parry okay now yeah. in the street fighter community because i know that this is taboo yeah not so much anymore in, i figured out in smash world yeah in smash world it's super I, I think I have you looked at a smash box I've heard of them I you should I've look up pictures. a picture just look up hitbox smash box I think there might be other companies that have done it I think hitbox uh, oh no there is the one called just the box with two X's uh, but hitbox is like the more um, dude yeah uh, I think I talked about this on the stream the hitbox has uh, or sorry 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 Smashbox, the Hitbox is uh, Hitbox is the company that was, I think, the first to make this leverless controller. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I don't think that one's it. it says Smashbox. Uh, that might be like another. This is designed for Super Smash Brothers Melee. Okay, then maybe that is the one. Oh, I typed in Smash Mouth. <laughs> the Smashbox, because in the in the chat, someone asked if I was going to try one for Smash. 
mm-hmm. um it's just like way more okay going on mm-hmm. because you have your directional buttons um but there's also like angles you can do for you know you're not jumping straight up or straight towards someone there's like multiple angles yeah. you can do so there's a modifier button next to the the arrow keys there's okay. also a modifier button next to the smash attacks so you can do like uh, i think believe maybe there's like tilts for like some of the buttons i don't even know the layout of the smash box but it's just like way too much in my opinion so why is it frowned upon uh because i mean it's a it's a whole thing there's like specific like you can get like perfect wave dashes you can um there's like a whole thing where uh you can when you jump and you throw out a move you can throw out the move on frame one because you just can like tab a button almost instantly rather than having to press jump and then slide your finger down or like it just makes it way easier what if you are disabled i mean that's the whole thing that's that's the reason that i like i also just don't care yeah but uh i think that you don't care about disabled people bro what's this fuck up I, i think that this will help people who want to play the game uh same thing with, I mean, all leverless controllers. It helps with differently able people. It helps mm-hmm. with like people who have like carpal tunnel. The guy who made the the first official, official like the box mm-hmm. uh, had to get like hand surgery. Yeah. Because he just couldn't play anymore. So he was like, I'm going to try to figure out a way to do this. And so he did. That's sick. Yeah. Uh, and then he made a video about how uh, one of the top players was a, uh, was one of the like dark triad uh etc etc it was crazy so and now he said he's sorry but where <laughs> whereas like in smash it's frowned upon in street fighter it's not i think in street fighter it's it's one of those things where i think the main thing that was frowned upon at first which they've fixed which is now why people don't care and, and the only reason people say anything is because it's kind of funny and it's a meme is that you could be holding one direction and then holding the other you could do like impossible things like be holding left and right at the same time which you can't do on any other controller. Mm-hmm. So it would allow you to like throw out moves and do different things. I forget the exact term, but it would basically <sighs> allow you to just do impossible things. If I'm holding one direction, it better be fucking under the water in the bathtub and Harry Styles can't breathe. Damn, okay. That seems so specific. What? One direction. In in Melee, there's just more things where people can... uh I don't know, throw out moves quicker. Yeah. There's like specific angles that you can get like perfectly every time. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I think a lot of that, I think a, a lot, in my opinion, a lot of the stuff in, involving controllers and Smash Brothers was kind of thrown out the window when we had like UCF, which is the universal controller fix, which allows, I mean, I could go into it, but it just makes it so it's easier to play Melee you could. on like a regular controller uh, rather than having to get one modded uh, there's no like button remapping either. <laughs> what? I shouldn't have done it. What'd you do? I, knew I was gonna throw Connor off. What'd you do? I showed him a tattoo. We gotta that stop I have. the podcast. <laughs> we gotta stop. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Vlog Podcast. I'm Connor. Bob has a, a an extremely small X that could be mistaken for a anything. For like a just mole, anything on Could his anything. upper thigh, I just showed it to. I thought you showed Connor the like this this one, but like no. you look at it, and I get to punch you. No, <laughs> I just showed him a little tattoo that I gave myself. Is that a stick? Cool. Poke? I got one too. About fit. Hell yeah, <laughs> I got two. Yes, it was a stick of poke. 
You guys are cowards and did your first stick and pokes on your thighs. I did mine on my ankle. Funny enough, I did I did my my third one right here, and it's a shine. Okay. And I just started doing a line on myself, and I had no <laughs> idea what I was going to do. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do a shine. Oh man. Uh, you know, teens. Yeah. Te- yeah, teens. <laughs> teens. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't uh, a year ago. <laughs> do, do you know you can do like Indian here, like a noodle? Uh, Rob is yeah. sewing needle and uh, thread. I started. Uh, I started playing again. How long has it taken you to get used to that? Because it seems like that would be the biggest barrier for me. Oh, it's not that bad at all. Okay. Because I was playing on again. I talked about it a few weeks ago. I was playing on keyboard to prepare for this, and then at a certain point, I was messing stuff up and just not having that great of a time that I was like, I'm just going to wait. And so for like two to three weeks, I've been waiting for the controller to get in. And now that it's in, um, I don't know. I, I find it really easy mm-hmm. and, and way easier than again. Like I started playing on controller and was like, the joystick's not working. The D pad doesn't feel that great either. Uh, and I watched a bunch of CEO, which was a, uh, fighting game tournament that happened this weekend. And it was cool because there was people with, actual arcade sticks there's a lot of people using literally a snack box or a hit box and then there's people even you i think i saw someone using an xbox 360 controller i guess it's whatever you learned on really yeah but then there's a lot of people just using playstation like four controllers and i assume they're playing on the d-pad which makes my head feel insane thinking about trying to do any kind of input on there but hey just wait till you show up next year in the steel battalion yeah <laughs> command center i mean dance I, revolution pad I, I did see i did see someone playing luigi at a melee tournament using a guitar hero guitar so sick and actually do pretty well so you should try playing other games with that like i mean you can it's like playing it's, elden ring like this is all your movement this is x this is b or this is like a b this is x and y uh, these are the again this like the shoulder buttons, mm-hmm. so you can do that stuff. I I start I w- was gonna play uh, the story mode of Street Fighter, but I think I need a another joystick to be able to like look around oh, instead of just right, like yeah. walk straight forward constantly. So it's gonna be fun playing the story mode where I have to like have the Xbox controller set it down every time I get into a fight and then get on this thing. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. But I did spend like two hours getting out of iron one and i got into iron two which is like the again the like system i i I should have spent more time just getting used to controller and like learning how to play the game rather than just jumping into ranked Mm -hmm. but i got into iron two and now i'm like okay now i'm gonna start learning how to play the game because i'm like executing i can execute all the like like i said the dragon punch stuff which is like forward down quarter circle forward again which on this (laughs) controller is literally just forward back forward punch okay so it's, it's so it makes it so instead of going like forward then down and forward you just go so you don't have like, to go back to neutral yeah and then okay like it just does it for you yeah, yeah. it seems like it's quicker yeah. yeah like instead of going almost like you're cheating hey some people say that instead of going down and then back on the stick you just go you just press these two buttons mm. and and you can just throw out fireballs by going forward like that. So, okay. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. Uh, I would suggest uh, anyone should should try try hit one of these these micros before they uh, get too expensive. I got or like I got older one. I got other things I gotta uh, buy. I need a new controller for my PC. I'd like to get an 
uh, Xbox. Xbox Elite. That'd be nice. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, and I also want to get a new keyboard. Oh, true. Cool. So I got to get my priorities. So fuck me, though. I guess. Yeah, Anyways, no, pretty much. Uh, looks like <clears throat> Bob. Oh, that was just for news. For okay. Posting I, stuff. Okay. Hey, we're now on news. Yeah. No, I mean seamless transition. I'd already kind of talked about it. that. Was just linking an article about the oh, Goblin Town NFT stuff. Cool, great. I'm glad. Just Have you ever for, seen NFT art that you thought looked good or cool? Yeah, I saw the one that was like a ape? like an ape, and he was smoking a joint, and, and he, he had, had a, a crown. Sailor, he had a sailor hat on. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, we watched on my stream. We talked about it. The Nintendo Direct. Mm -hmm. That was actually pretty epic. A lot of Some stuff in say. there. A lot of good stuff. Uh, what was something that stuck out to you? The Mario RPG remake. Dude, yeah. Seemed cool. Uh, I'm blanking on what else was there. I can look up a the, little list. The uh, Metal Gear Solid stuff. Oh, all the Metal Gear Solid remakes coming to Switch. That's fun. What was that? There's a JRPG that they're doing, they're doing a remake of that looked pretty cool. Um... I need to Vamp go. Vampire Survivors co-op. Oh yeah, which I'm probably the most excited for that. That's apparently that is all the coming at a later date to everything else. So that update will okay push also, but I think it's coming to Switch with that update already there. Hell yeah! Let's see here. I mean, I'll buy that game again for Switch. Everything announced. Uh, they showed off Pokemon Scarlet stuff DLC. Uh, that looked cool. Maybe they'll make the game run well. Well, fall they, and winter. They didn't really mention anything about patching the game. They no. kind of only said, "Here's stuff you can buy, yeah. new stuff." Yeah, we'll sell you this, but uh, we're not going to fix anything for free. Showed off Sonic Superstars. Oh, are we boring you? Do no, we? I'm just really tired. Remember, you guys came in and I was sleepy, and I gave you a, a, a energy from Brazil. Come to Brazil. Brazil came to you. Oh, the new WarioWare game. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. What was it called? Move Panic it, move attack. It. Move, move it. <laughs> that looks very dope. Uh, we got Peach Game. Yeah. We got Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Super Mario Bros. Wonder is the new TD 2D game that they closed with that looked kind of wacky. Luigi's Mansion. Dark Moon. Three? I think those two. Or they're, re they're remaking two. Remaking two, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a Pikmin 4, yeah. and along with all that, all that the other good. Pikmins are getting... You and I need to play Pikmin. I think it's a game you would really like. Okay. It has enough like real-time strategy elements mixed with just kind of exploration and puzzle solving Okay, that I think you would you would like it. Never played them. I'll try it. Detective Pikachu? Yeah, that's they're making a new Detective Pikachu. Return. Why does it looks like it's uh, it's got like GameCube graphics? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's I a, mean, it's pretty. Maybe rough. the frame rate will look good though. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm not impressed by any any Pokemon fidelity in yeah. the last uh, ten years. It's been a little lacking. They announced that Persona Five Tactica is coming. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh, they, I don't think they showed that off, but it's this uh, November seventeenth. Mm -hmm. Wasn't there a Dragon Quest thing that they announced? There was, Connor. I'm happy you said something. Uh, this Dragon Quest Monsters, not only have I wanted a Dragon Quest Monsters game, a modern one, uh, but as soon as they showed off the main character, I was like, that guy looks really familiar. And it's Sorrow, 
from mm-hmm. Dragon Quest Four, which is probably my favorite, if not like my second favorite Dragon Quest. Okay. He evolves into Saruman. No, no, he evolves into Sauron. You're thinking you're thinking of my really good Jamaican joke, um, <laughs> that everyone loves. My famous Jamaican joke. Yeah, could you do that accent you were showing us earlier? Uh, <laughs> you know, show off that accent you're doing. Uh, I will not. I refuse. Anyways. Uh, it's cool how they are giving him like a backstory and then the hero from four shows up at the end of the trailer. So I'm sure there's going to be some cool stuff there. Uh, so it's basically a game made for me. Okay. Game that I wanted with characters that I really like. There you go. Dewey game. Dewey game. Uh, let's see here. They still have some farm stuff. It looks like your, uh, using your phone with the pad <laughs> yeah it looks like you're like scrolling through stuff with it no i'm just touching my 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 little guy touching your little guy <laughs> bob, i think bob was doing that earlier bob on the way here clip that hey do you know tetris 99 is still going strong is yeah it? i think i think the pac-man one got discontinued and there's like a few other ones but tetris 99 so wild is, has stood the test of time it's got to be like unplayable at this point with how good people are at it, oh, right? I think I got second place once. I've yeah. never won it. That's the closest I got to victory. Uh, More often, I felt the agony of defeat. That's usually how it goes. The last thing I'll say is they showed a Headbangers Rhythm Royale, which mm-hmm. was a game where you play as like a pigeon, yep. and it's like rhythm like mini games, but... Yeah, that looked like, uh, like kind of Fall Guys adjacent yeah. in art style. Fall Guys, but rhythm game i was actually interested in that yeah i I got dewey vibes from that game i just like rhythm games he likes to move um consider myself revolt revolution what revolting are you okay yeah i'm good there's nothing wrong with me (laughs) i'll consider you revolting i gotta (laughs) (laughs) thank you um i just have this really quick article that is way too long where kojima says that he wants to go to space oh no and i thought that was really good um (sighs) here's the thing don't do it anytime a rich guy says he wants to go to space um i i'm like oh this fucking idiot but Kojima's might be the only good rich person alive. He's the only one that we would stand to lose anything if he if he got crushed, <laughs> lost yeah, in space, space. burned up in the atmosphere. Uh, I want to go to outer space, to, right? Kojima says oh, at uh, audience laughs. I think this was like on a he was talking to Jeff Keighley on something, maybe or a podcast. I want to go to outer space and create create a game that you can play in in space because right now you probably can't play all games in outer space. But I'd like, <laughs> but I'd play that. So someone please send me to send me up to space is like my favorite quote. Someone please send his, me up to space. His tweet uh, of the picture of him in the dentist chair and it said, yeah. at the dentist at or the dentist that belongs in a museum. Yeah. He's so cool. He's so weird. He's so cool. He's just like Chris on. He's so cool. Uh, that was just a, a, a fun, fun article I found. I have another article here talking about how 90% of the 1,000 plus planets in Starfield will have no life, according to Todd Howard. Oh, weird. This is pretty much expected. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much of these, I mean, this is obviously going to be all procedurally generated. But I'm just wondering how empty this game will feel and if the places that are created... I They've been working on this game for so long that I, I, have, I have a feeling that the 
other 10%, which I mean, that's all still, that's still a decent amount of like places that are actually human made. So if we have 90% are nothing and there are, as they said, thousands of planets, mm-hmm. we can boil that down to at minimum a hundred planets. Yeah. We'll have man-made anything or like anything worth seeing. Yeah. And then 900 at minimum will it's be just, procedurally generated. I guess just some trees. I guess that kind of makes sense if you were to take if you took like a game like Fallout or a game like Skyrim and then just like okay, let's take this game times a just thousand. Put a bunch of empty space in between everything. Yeah. But it now it's in space and you go to different I guess it kind of it makes sense like that, but like it's just I don't know. It's filler, right? Yeah. Like it's not Absolutely. there's no substance there. Yeah. Just make a good smaller game. I mean, I guess the argument could be like actual space would be like that, but well, fucking I mean Okay. It's not engaging. No. Just because it's you know realistic. There's a reason that in sci fi movies people go into like cryo sleep when they travel through space because there's just a long time and it's boring yeah i don't want to play a game where i'm oh my god i mean it i'm still interested to, to see i mean i'm probably not gonna play it again because i don't have an xbox and this seems like a game that i want to sit down on the couch and play uh and i don't think my computer will run it well so i'm probably not gonna play it unless well, i get an xbox series x i don't think it will run well even if it could yeah that's true <laughs> i don't know i feel like I there I don't know if I talked about it, but I think they originally planned for the game to come out earlier, and then uh, Xbox was like, "No, you <coughs> you work longer on this." <coughs> so I think they gave them more time, even though Bethesda was like, "Okay, the game's ready." They were like, "No, don't worry. Like, just keep working on it. Iron out everything, and hopefully that will prove to be correct." I mean. We had that article a real long time ago about how like the dinosaurs who were running Zenimax didn't let them like work on the engine at all, and yeah. that's why you touch something in the world and everything else shakes around you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, boy. Either way, I just thought that was an interesting uh, article. I guess it makes sense that. I also in my head, I'm like, it makes sense that if you're going into space, not every place you go to is going to be popping. It would be cool if, I mean, this is like mod territory, but Mm -hmm. if you go to a planet and you like crash land on the planet and you wake up on the fucking cart in Skyrim. Oh yeah. Or or, uh, (laughs) you you literally play as like the aliens crashing down in Fallout New Vegas or Fallout 3. That'd be pretty cool. Just incorporate all those worlds into this game. That'd be wild. There's people out there who have done stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's a nothing one that I have. I don't know what this means at all, but it's interesting. Sorry, I just, I think about a game like Outer Wilds. Yeah. That has like a lot of kind of empty space in it, but it makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. It like uses that in, I mean, obviously it's not as, as big a space and the planets themselves are very full of stuff, but they make that interesting and they make it feel novel and like you're actually exploring a new world and the physics of it make it feel i don't know something about the physics Mm -hmm. the very realistic flight physics just like make it feel good Mm -hmm. sure 
in a way that I don't think this is going to feel good. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think know. I think it's a smaller project too. I also think about Outer Worlds and how I played that game and there's like f- five, six planets and the whole time I'm playing that I'm like, man, I wish there was more to this. Yeah. So, I feel like this will be I don't know. Oh my phone heard me saying stuff and just typed out five or six planets like eight times anyways um i have an article here i don't know what this all means but it seems like ea sports and ea games are splitting apart do you hear about this yeah ea is now restructuring and they're going to be calling it let me find exactly what they called it because i think it was like ea games ea sports former ea entertainment I don't I don't exactly understand what that means. Electronic Arts under Entertainment. Uh yes. Um <laughs> I wonder if that means we're going to get some cuz when I hear a a video game company restructuring and being called like EA Entertainment I'm like, "Oh, are they are we going to get some really good movies oh, now?" Oh, yeah, are they going to like EA Plus the streaming service? Yeah. Oh no. I can't believe they haven't even done <sighs> any one of those yet already, to be honest. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, Origin, what's that? That's Ubisoft. They had their own like launcher on PC with a bunch of stuff. And yeah, it has its own launcher. Yeah, true. Then there's like Battle.net. I don't know. Everyone's got one of those. That's why I only play games on Steam because I don't want a, my computer having a bunch of different stores. It's stressing me out. Oh, I got so many of them. I hate it. <laughs> I got the Rockstar launcher. I got oh, the no. Ubisoft launcher. I got the EA launcher because that's the only way you can play uh, uh, it takes two. Oh yeah. Um, no, I mean maybe unless you do it on Steam. I got it on. St- I think I played the the guest pass, so I was only allowed. Actually, I think I had to download the store. Yeah. What's the one for the uh, the race car game we played? Oh, the Trackmania has its yeah. own yeah. launcher. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I just love downloading shit onto my computer. <laughs> he likes seeing all the little icons. <laughs> like my my desktop looks like I'm 70 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I've ever downloaded is on the desktop. Just every single document that you've ever saved, you just save everything to desktop. Yeah. No, I know where everything is. Don't move anything. I know where it is. No, I don't want any files. Don't organize it. I need it. a second monitor. <laughs> just to fit your icons. Oh, you're a monster. Um, that's it. That's all the news. We don't have any emails. What? No one we cares. don't have any voicemails. I think everyone forgot about us. Nobody care me, the meme. Uh, yeah. Well, this is the last episode of the flock podcast so i hope you liked it uh episode two of the new bird after readings up on patreon i listened Yo. to it today what'd you think how'd i do pretty good editing wise just in general i forgot what happened oh okay yeah. <laughs> i was kind of checked out mentally so, really where well, are you it's kind of like tell it's almost like you were on like a bus to another like you entered your mind palace but your mind palace was like a charter but like a greyhound bus to georgia <sighs> Well, the rest of this, the rest of the team was going to completely north in Vermont. I was kind of doing my own thing on that that episode. Just that one? Yeah. Been on my own shit recently. I saw a friend of the show, Tyler, yesterday, and uh, he was like, oh, I just, listened, uh, I got, just got to the part where Bob uh, gets on a bus. Mm-hmm. He's like, how do you, how do you, I was like, every time I try to Bob proof the, the, the game, and his character, and he's like, yeah, you can't you contain him. You can't put me in a box. Life finds a way. <sighs> I'm uncontrollable. How do I get you to uh, take it seriously? 
I took it seriously. I thought long and hard during the opening of the game on how I was going to break you. Do you does it make do you enjoy it? Does it make you feel good? I don't know if I enjoy it as I see it as a challenge. And that's where I find enjoyment. Okay, how do I uh take the fun out of it for you? Hey, you can try to railroad me as much as you want, but No, then that's just more of a challenge. I know. I'm trying to get rid of the challenge part. I want the challenge to be you actually playing the game. Maybe you could go reverse psychology. Maybe you could send me away. Okay. Not let me play. <laughs> See if I can force. No, because then you're gonna be like, play. I want. Yeah, I'm gonna come back, but this time I'm gonna have a gun <laughs> and I'm gonna murder everyone else. Try and send me away. I'll show you. Either way, episode two is up. Episode three this Sunday. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, when are we? We're gonna. We're talking about dropping episode one. Yeah. I was on the main it. feed. I was gonna do it when we did episode three. Okay. So you get a little taste. Yeah, everyone at home who's one of those plebeians who can't afford $3, like you can't go through your couch cushions and find $3 or whatever, uh, those people will get a taste of episode one mm-hmm. and uh, see what everyone else is having. And then if you decide to join, you get the next two episodes uh, as well as two other whole seasons of Bird After Eating and I, a bunch of other yeah. bullshit. <laughs> that's good bullshit though you get a whole lot of stuff whole lot of horse manure if you're listening to this and you are a patreon member thank you for your money yeah uh we're at 20 yeah let's get to 30 yeah why not why not uh i can think of a few reasons why not i so, think you should do it i think you should do it i think it's good i think our podcast is good uh follow us each on twitch that's uh twitch.tv slash the flock plays twitch.tv slash respectable street and twitch.tv slash truly underscore chet and uh, i can't stress enough if you <laughs> don't watch twitch or don't understand what streaming is just give it a shot next time we go live and i guarantee if you if you're listening this far into the episode you'll have a good time you'll you'll you got to be in chat. It. You got to jump in the chat. Hey, just jump in the chat. Hang out. It's yeah. pro- it's if you're listening to the episode, it's probably people you know in there. Yeah. And if not, make a friend. Yeah. And half of it isn't even watching. It's just chatting. I to be honest, I'm usually doing something else. Dude, yeah. Sometimes I'll be like playing something, and I'll be like having a conversation, and then I'll look at the chat, and I'll be like, "All right, they're doing their own thing. I'm just gonna keep playing." Honestly, that's when I I've noticed that happen in your stream specifically a few times yeah. where you're like real into the game. Yeah. And we're just all like making jokes and talking about something else and, and I'm you just, look over the chat and then you're like all right yeah hey, i'm just like, like i'm, I'm just, just gonna, gonna keep doing <laughs> what i'm doing because they're preoccupied it's yeah. great it's a good time it's um fun. call 804-286-0626 mm-hmm. uh leave us a voicemail say anything you want as long as well, it's res- not, not well, anti-semitic yeah, no nothing don't, don't be want. don't be shitty don't yeah. be shitty you know what i mean i won't play it we won't play it if it's shitty but uh yeah, just if you want to, if you have an opinion, you you want to say something. You had funny uh, interaction. If you want to say it. I'm wrong about an opinion I have, please, I would love that. Yeah, we need more. We need more of that. Uh, you can email us at the flock podcast, podcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can call Bob at eight zero four five one two six zero eight one. There you go. <laughs> text him. Uh, Send me a text. I don't give a fuck. I get enough phone calls. <laughs> and most importantly, <laughs> tell a friend about the show. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. 
that's it for this podcast. Uh, I'm Dewey. Bobby. Connor. Thanks for flying with us. Caw.